All right, well, Mark, now that we've clapped, you can you can begin the podcast whenever you're ready. I gotta I gotta sit up straight. Hold on, get my get my posture right, get my lumbar support. I really hope none of that makes it in the episode. <laughs> Kyle is just like like smiling right now, thinking, "Man, I cannot wait to make this guy look like a fucking dumbass." I ca- I cannot wait. In I realized that after I said in it. In six months, when people hear this episode, <laughs> how much they're gonna hate you. How much Mark sounds stupid. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome. Today we'll be, we we uh, we're going to be discussing. Some no, no, of redo Arcane. it, redo it. We're not starting it like that. <laughs> what was wrong with that? Yeah, just, just you know, maybe, 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 just try it again, dude. Hello, welcome to the podcast. No, come on. T- today, today we're going to be just discussing- open the show. <laughs> Hello, I, 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 I would like to open the show now. T- today we'll be discussing some episodes of Arcane. No, no. Shut up! I hate this bit. Jo- Joey, what what do you think of the Arcane episodes? This this bit is so bad. Like I, I, I look, I get it. I get it. We're, we're talking about a couple episodes of Yu Gi Oh, where the character that Yugi is dueling is named Arcana. Yeah, and we happen to be living in a society right now that is obsessed with this stupid League of Legends show. And now I know that you're, all of you people listening are real mad at me for calling it stupid. And I know what you're thinking. You're all like, oh, it's not actually like League of Legends. You know, it's good even if you don't play League of Legends. I don't care. I'm not going to sit here and watch a League of Legends anime. I have too much self-respect. I can't do it. I don't care if it's good. I'm sure it's great. It's probably the best thing that's ever been made. I don't care. I'm not interested. I'm interested in Arcana, the magician duelist. That's what I'm interested in. He's more of like a dark magic duelist, I'd say, than a like magician duelist. He really only has one magician. That, that's probably true. Yeah, but I, I don't know. His whole his whole bit was really weird. His backstory and like all. Oh, his... I didn't. I didn't like it. All his stuff. Oh, I didn't but, like it. Yeah, but well, well, yeah. You know what? You know what? I'm really interested in the guys. <laughs> What? What's that? Um, the I'm I'm the character I'm most invested in so far this season is uh, Commissioner Mokuba, and I was really happy. He's uh, we we opened the episode hot with Commissioner Mokuba, and and that that just tickled my fancy. I got I just got to say, like I I do not remember how this episode starts. What do you mean? I I well, dueling well, well, foul, well, dueling well, foul, dueling foul. Look! 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 I don't remember the specifics of how the episode starts, but I did. The first note that I took is Commissioner Mokuba sucks. So wow, whatever happened here, I didn't like it. I was, I was not, I was not. Would you like me to recap it for you? Yeah, please. Okay, so jog my memory. There's a duelist. Some some duel must have concluded, and this guy won. It's like. Your your rarest card sucks. You have to give me your two rarest cards now. And the the little. Oh, you mean Rex Raptor's brother? Sure. 
Ronnie Raptor. It sounds just like Rex Raptor. Yeah, well, I'm making my own rules. Now give me the two rarest cards in your dueling deck and fast. It probably was the same voice actor. Nah, I doubt that. Um, but yeah, so he's he's bullying him into giving him two cards, and he's like, I make my own rules, and then and then that's when Mokuba comes in screaming, Dueling foul, I'm the commissioner, what I say goes. And the kid's like, You're just a little punk, get out of here. I'm taking this guy's cards. And then uh and then Kaiba comes in and saves the day. Oh, right, right. This is the <laughs> I really do like this idea that Kaiba's just roaming around Battle City just smoking losers with obelisk. I do have a note in here. Um, that Kaiba had a madman's look in his eyes that he was like implying he was like drunk on power. Oh yeah, like, yeah I, oh, he my, definitely is. My yeah. note is Kaiba has that crazed look in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted blood. He wanted to he destroy did. that guy. He probably he got it. I mean, oh yeah, he summoned Obelisk and he was like the size of three buildings. <laughs> he summoned yeah. Obelisk in one turn and just direct well, this dumb kid. We, I don't know. We don't know how long the yeah. duel went. We didn't we, we weren't privy to all that information. Oh, we, know. we just know we Obelisk know. was was summoned and that 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 kid was never heard from again. Oh, Actually, yeah. I think he was fine. I, I I don't remember. I think they show him after the I, don't I, they? Uh, he has a giant hole in his chest. Obelisk just like destroyed him. That'd be pretty cool. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's how holograms work. But uh okay. Well, I mean, remember Kaiba almost risked serious serious injury from the holograms earlier in the show. Not to mention, like Yugi's grandpa almost died playing with the holograms. Yeah. So, like, uh, I don't know. It, I don't want to go back on this this subject of whether or not the holograms can actually physically affect you because I feel like that's just a non-starter. We're, we'll get nowhere. Wasn't like the whole thing that Pegasus's wife was going to be reincarnated in the holograms or some shit like that? Oh God, it was something don't, like that. Don't you mean Arcana's wife? No, no, that's oh, that's God, a different another, wife. Another wife. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. Oh uh, well, Mark. I don't think Mark liked Arcana's wife very much. No. Um. No. It, it hit a bit too close to home. I think. <laughs> oh, oh, let's not go there. Trouble in paradise. Let's let's go to Egypt. Uh, who who wants to who wants to go tomb raiding in Egypt? Um. Not we can, me. We could be Laura Croft. We could be Indiana Jones. We could be we could be Merrick Ishtar. I don't want to be Merrick. <laughs> Why not? That was my my next note after Kaiba smoking losers with Obelisk. My next note was I just don't give a shit about Merrick. <clears throat> and the fact is, I just don't give a shit about Merrick. I I will appreciate that we get this this you know backstory where we find out that Merrick and Ishizu are brother and sister. Yeah, so I was like, okay, at least like, I guess those characters they have a connection now. It makes a little bit more sense and storytelling. And Merrick is like betraying their their family, you know, pact or whatever by taking the Egyptian god cards, the oath, whatever you want to call it, and you know, trying to take over the world with them and stuff. So you know, you know, there's there's a little bit of something there, I guess. But I yeah, I don't care. I like that you get seeds of the story because it this this all unfolds more as the season goes on. Um, they they really do a, a full slow burn on Merrick's backstory, mm-hmm. probably because they need to stretch him out for two two full seasons. <laughs> oh God, I, don't don't remind me. But yeah, so so basically, uh, we we cut it after Kaiba is walking away all proud of uh, winning with Obelisk. We cut away to Merrick and. Um, he is being informed by some of his rare hunters that Obelisk was played. 
and so he then realizes, oh, okay, that's why this whole tournament's going on. Shizu must have given Obelisk to Kaiba. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. Uh, and then, and then we get this big flashback arc where we actually see the backstory, and that's that's what Joey was alluding to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically, mm-hmm. it's Marek is at a tomb in Egypt, and he's getting the Winged Dragon of Ra from the tomb. Um, and he states that he now has two of the god cards. Uh, and then when he leaves the tomb, Shizu confronts him. That's what she says. Like, how you know? How could you possibly betray the pharaoh? We were supposed to protect the pharaoh's tomb. And uh, Merrick's basically like, I, you know, I'm not. Why? Why should I protect the pharaoh's tomb? I, yeah, fuck you know, off. I'm Merrick. Yeah, he's he has like this um, uh, feeling that like, it, or like he repeats like he keeps repeating that he's gonna take what's rightfully his. So he yeah, there's. There's some part of his backstory we haven't heard yet that um, leads him to believe that he should have all this power. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's basically Merrick. Uh, I, I had a note in here that I thought it was really cool. This is, this is like, might be the stupidest note I've ever taken while <laughs> watching this show. But when he got Ra, it looked like it was in one of those protective sleeves. Like, oh, okay, that's kind of neat. You know, a card that's supposed to be as, as rare as... The Egyptian god cards. They 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 put it in a protective sleeve inside the tomb. It's, yeah, I mean he doesn't yeah. he doesn't want it's it to nice like note. rip or like fold. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that that was like a, a pack opening situation, you know, where they open the packs and they you know use like tweezers to very carefully put them in a, a protective sleeve. You know, <laughs> what pack Whatever openings have you been watching? <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, I I made up the tweezers thing. Yeah, okay. I thought that would be a funny bit. Yeah, it was. But, uh, I, I like that a lot. I feel like there's a lot more <laughs> risk of damaging the card with a set of tweezers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The sharp little Definitely. object. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you don't want your grimy fingers touching your, you know, rare holographic. Just wear like gloves or, or something. Yeah, I guess gloves would make a little. I I so the the whole pack opening like craze of 2020, like when whenever that was, like. I I really didn't watch any serious pack opening streams. I just was kind of like fascinated by it from afar. And I think the funny thing is that like, I, I remember thinking like, I wonder if we're ever going to get like, because the whole pack opening thing was really like a Pokemon card pack opening mm-hmm. thing. And at the time I was wondering, like, I wonder if maybe sometime down the line, this is going to turn into a Yu-Gi-Oh card craze. And I don't feel like it ever did. So as someone who did follow it a little bit, um, there were a few people who crossed over between like Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards, but my general mm-hmm. understanding is the the drop rates for Yu-Gi-Oh cards that are worth anything are so much lower that it's not no. it's not good content. Uh, that's too bad. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like that would have been that would have been cool. I guess like Pokemon cards like there's something about them that had a little bit more kind of cultural like resonance like Yu-Gi-Oh was everybody had that like like or or knew about the Charizard cards that are worth sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I guess like Yu-Gi-Oh was was really only popular for a very short amount of time like like really like mass popular for a really short amount of time and the Yu-Gi-Oh cards that are worth money are not ones that people would recognize from the anime as as far as Uh, I'm aware oh yeah you're probably right about that so it's I think like that has the, something to do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's interesting. Plus, yeah. like, I I think the I think the thing that boomed the Pokemon cards was um one of the Paul brothers buying one for a million dollars or something like that. 
Oh yeah, and then he didn't he like go go to like the the whatever fight he did, yeah, wearing it around his neck. Yeah, it's just oh, like like God. like someone paid an exorbitant amount of money, and then everyone else was like, "Oh, are these actually worth something now?" And then like that, I think that's how people got back into it. You know, sure, like, sure, sure. What like, a dumb saga well, in <laughs> culture that was. Can you believe that that happened? It's still going on, sort of. There's still a lot of people streaming pack openings. I guess it's just like a a kind of a thing now you know yeah. like we're never we're never going to get away from it it's just like a, a, a content genre i suppose yeah pretty weird but uh back to Yu-Gi-Oh. yeah <laughs> yeah uh so after the flashback um we get like a little bit more of merrick and his minions and um he basically says like we're not gonna i i, I actually kind of like this bit where he they were like should we go after Kaiba to get Obelisk? And he's like, nah, 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 nah. Let Kaiba occupy himself. We need to, we need to weaken the Pharaoh before we can like overthrow him. <laughs> so I, 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 I like the idea of Merrick being like, let let Kaiba play with his toys. We'll deal with them later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he wants Kaiba to have some fun. Kaiba, Kaiba's looking like he's having a good time. He doesn't want to be a buzzkill. All right, so there's a lot of dribble here um, that I'm just gonna kind of run through. So. Uh, we get Tristan's leaving the hospital finally. Um, Serenity makes him promise to take her to Battle City to see Joey dueling when she gets her bandages off. Then there's like a stupid bit with Taya, Gramps, and Joey, um, where they're like they're just all huddled together, and then Taya and Gramps are like, "We're gonna go find Yugi," and then Joey just goes somewhere else. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then can I can I just say this like. All three of these episodes, this this like Taya and Gramps matchup is so weird to me. What you don't Why like the they, dynamic? It's just a weird <laughs> dynamic. Why are they together? I, I don't, don't even. I, just... I don't even want to get into this until we get to the <laughs> last episode. It was it was hard to watch for most of it, and then the last episode just pushed it completely off the edge. <laughs> they they they. Oh man, Taya Taya has to be one of the characters that got screwed over the most in the dub because i feel like there has to be oh, more yeah. depth to her in the japanese version but all she is in the dub is just this flat one-dimensional character of i ruin every scene i'm in because i'm here. <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's yeah you're right that that that's that's entirely accurate um so we finally get to get to focus on yugi in this episode um that's centered around Yugi. And uh basically the the first time we see him, he's like thinking about the fact that he has Joey's red eyes again. Um, because we have to remind everybody that red eyes is in jo- is in Yugi's deck now. In case uh, you forgot. In case you forgot. I wonder if it's gonna help Yugi at any point in the tournament. No. He wonders to himself over and over <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um he and also then, like talks to himself about being wary of uh, Merrick's goons, and then yeah. immediately starts following a creepy clown. I just like <laughs> this. This just screamed of stranger danger. <laughs> like, oh man, it's just a clown. A clown pops up and is like doing this whole bit of like follow me, and he's like, okay, where are you going? And just, like follows him in like into the mystic box too. <laughs> Yuki is just like in a trance with this clown. He is just ordering, doing whatever he says. 
Taya even like says that like Taya and Gramps like catch up to him from like afar and they're like it's like he's in a trance but like the weird thing is that he's not like he he seems very lucid and conscious about all the the moves that he's making but here. He, but he can't weird. hear Taya and Gramps clearly right. screaming yeah. him screaming to him from like a hundred feet away. Even when they're in right. the same room, he can't hear them. Yeah. Maybe he was ignoring them because, like, seriously, I I, I would ignore them. Yeah, I don't blame I him. You would ignore your own grandpa. Well, I, I would ignore him if Taya was with him. I guess that's fair. Um. All right. So so basically, the the clown lures him all the way into Mystic Box, which is terrifying. But uh, then Yuki disappears inside the box, and Taya and Gramps can't find him. Um, and we get like a quick cut to Mokuba and Kaiba um, with their surveillance system, and they can't find Yugi. I assume this is like this is them implying that it's like a Shadow Realm type duel, because like where else would it be where they can't find them? It's in a basement somewhere where like the, the the electromagnetic interference, you know, like there's something going on there. I don't I don't think this is a Shadow Realm okay. thing. I think this is. He's just in a, in a basement, in, in like a you know, the, in a bomb shelter I mean, or something. Way, I don't know. I guess I guess we can never rely on this show's consistency, but the way that they built up the security system was like, there's no possible way we wouldn't be able to find him. I was like, okay, yeah, but I don't know. Even even Kaiba's system has holes, you know. I mean, I guess. Hey, 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 hey! Those cyber chicks can find anything. They're the Shit. best of the best. Yeah, we'll see about that. They don't have any holes in them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, all right, so so Yugi Woo. <laughs> Yugi's That's like, I'll been, cut that out. <laughs> Yugi's been transported by Mystic Box as it as it does. Yes. Um and the he immediately gets analyzed by a computer uh who determines that his favorite monster is a dark magician and it spawns a Eviler version of the Dark Magician in front of him. Um, Wait, Eviler? Then... Are you implying that the regular Dark Magician has some evil to him? He is a Dark Magician. He's using yeah, dark but magic. He's, he's yeah. a good guy. He's a good guy. You're right. Okay. Um, <laughs> Carry well, on, you, Mark. You, you don't you don't like this bit, Mark? No. All right. Well, I will say that the uh, the one thing I thought was interesting is like they they refer to the evil-looking Dark Magician as just the Dark Magician, and nobody ever seems to point out how different it looks. Yeah. yeah. Is that is, is that actually a thing in, like, the card game, where it's, like, the same named card with the same stats and there, everything? There with, are with a lot of cards pictures? like that. Like, Yeah, I think there okay. is a variant of Dark Magician that has this card art. Sure. I remember okay. there was a variant of the Blue Eyes, too, which had, like, very different art. Yeah. Yeah. And but the are they like the same stats and everything? Cuz I yes. know Pokémon like they're they're different cards. They are they are different <laughs> stats, yeah. yeah. Depending on what set it's from. That's interesting. I believe this one is just the exact same. It's just like an updated art or something like gotcha, that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But definitely evil or looking. Yes. But yeah, so the the evil dark magician looks like or um basically says to Yugi like you're not worthy of having me in, in your deck. Uh and then Yuki's like, doesn't really look phased by this at all. And then Arcana comes in and is like, haha, I'm the better Dark Magician duelist. And if you don't believe me, then you should challenge me to a duel. <laughs> Welcome, Yugi Moto. I am the illusionist known as Arcana. And soon your favorite card will be dueling for me. Um, 
and then and then they go <laughs> mark 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 i feel like you're you're not excited by this i you. it's just it it was a lot it was a lot of setup there they did they it just didn't land for me none of, none of this landed this was not this was not fun I mean, I I liked the uh, the weird, creepy clown directing Googie to the the circus. I thought that that was that was stupid. I liked that. Um, okay, that's two different things. Uh, Arcana, I, he, his design is really weird and <laughs> kind of lame. You don't like his pants? I don't like his pants. No, I so like. Okay, I, so I, I don't even know what his pants look like. What? You don't remember his pants? He's got like a giant, like his pants just like bulge out like crazy at They're the like waist. They're like MC Hammer it's, pants, right? No, not exactly. No, no, no. 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 They, 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 hammer pants like bulge out by the ankle, right? Like the, the this this guy, he has like a giant spiky bulge at his waist, and like I, I googled Arcana recently because I was doing a bit, <laughs> and I I saw what? some somebody like, <laughs> like on Discord, I was doing a bit, um, and I saw like a picture of a guy cosplaying Arcana, and like the pants just look so stupid in real life. But like he did it, like he did like the spiky pants thing, and I just I I don't like it. I I wouldn't wear pants like that in real life, you know. I I, I wouldn't do that. All right. Can you imagine um, spending like hundreds of dollars for an Arcana cosplay? Yeah. No, I can't. I, I, <laughs> that's that's like really scraping the bottom of the barrel of, of <laughs> cosplay. I mean, once you've done all the other cosplays, like you got to get to you got to get to Arcana at some point, right? He's got to be close to the bottom of the list, though. Well, yeah, He's got to like, be, right? The list isn't infinite. You're going to reach the end. That's true. But, like, I would rather dress up as, like, oh, I don't know, Frog the Jam before I would dress up as <laughs> How do you know game. he didn't dress up as Frog the Jam first? Uh, maybe he did. All right. All right. Now now I, I can't help but Google Frog the Jam oh, cosplay. No. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Um. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid I'm not seeing anything. I did find a good picture of a guy wearing a frog mask. Ooh. We need to move on. <laughs> well, okay, okay, okay. We we have certainly diverted a lot. We haven't even gotten to the duel yet. I know. That's but, what's so like, frustrating. <laughs> but, the, the, but, but this duel sucks, man. Like, Shut up. This, this, this it, duel oh, sucks. oh, I'm sorry. The duel is worse than this shitty like back and forth between Arcana and Yugi and you. Card tricks are for amateurs. Like, seriously? <laughs> mark, Mark, Mark. Just get to the Shadow Realm di- uh, spinning discs of death. No, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, let's, get, let's get to that. They're saws. What are you talking about? It's not in the version I watched. They're just uh, regular saws. There's, there's no such thing as a dark energy disc. They're just saws. All right, all right, all right. You're, you're confusing our <laughs> listeners. I'm going to make this very, very clear for everybody. So Arcana, the guy that we're, that Yugi is going to duel, he's like a magician weirdo asshole. Yes. He leads Yugi into a creepy like dungeon circus setup dueling arena where you know he's like all right now you stand there and i'll stand there and then whoops and then like the they both get chained to to the the spot that they're they're standing in and then right 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 from there like right in the, the the center of the area these two discs on either side show up they're like these blue energy discs and Arcana's like, okay, now for every life point we lose, the energy disc get closer to our legs. And then if we get if it touches us, we get sent to the Shadow Realm. Um, of course, in the Japanese version, they are just buzz saws. And he just says, like, okay, if, it, if the, <laughs> the buzz saws get closer to us, your legs will get chopped off. Which I, really, I think is a lot cooler. I really, uh, personally. I really just like the idea of a saw 
getting closer and closer to you, and just like it like nicks your leg, and you just disappear because you're in the shadow realm. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> just, just like a little little tap will do it, and then you're in the shadow realm. Um, yeah, I feel like I I I wonder how this works because like if you think about it logically, if this is like a one to one thing, at some point the saw will get close to your legs, but like not close enough to cut them off entirely, but probably close enough to start sawing into the side of them. Right, like if you have like one life point left, are you like nearly dead? Well, I, I I assume it's like it gets really close, and then like once you hit zero, it just like does like it just a like clean goes sweep. right through. I think clean I thought they yeah. said that like it it releases completely and just and goes full like full swing. Oh, does he say that? I, I guess I that, they did. Yeah. Well, I'm, whether they say it or not, I guess we have to assume that's how it works because that's probably the best the best option. But of course, in the in the four kids dub, it is just a shadow realm disc. Not a uh, not not a buzzsaw. I do think it's funny um, because th- I, like this isn't the first time that this has happened where where like actual th- like threats on people's lives have been have been muted down to just shadow realm threats. Oh yeah, any any hint of violence, death, like whatever that that always just gets changed into you're gonna go to the shadow realm. It's so funny. Some of the ones I, I've like, I've been looking ahead a little bit, um, in eager mm-hmm. anticipation of this show getting good. Uh, it's <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. It's it's really funny. Some of the ones where it's just like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, this is just not a threat anymore. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, just. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that. Uh, but yeah, so so that's the that's the stakes of the duel, and um, Arcana like goes full-on acting as if, like, this is some show he's putting on and there's an audience watching, which I don't think... Yeah. I don't think there is. Um, he implies no, that... No. He implies that, like, Merrick and, and the others are... Like, he's making it a spectacle for them, but... Yeah, because um, he is one of Merrick's goons. I don't know if we've if we mentioned that. Like, I don't even know if we mentioned, like, Merrick... Maybe not, yeah. Like, kind of, he, he foreshadowed this. He was like, well, send Arcana after him! <laughs> yes. And then, then, you know, he did. So yeah, and uh, now now Arcane is here, and it's a duel amongst the dark magician duelists. Yes, because they that that's the whole bit yeah. of this duel is that both Yugi and Arcana both use the dark magician. Yugi, of course, uses the friendly the dark, light magician, dark magician, and uh, Arcana uses the angry dark magician, the, the yes. evil dark magician, or whatever you want to call it. So who is the better dark magician duelist? Well, clearly Arcana, because his opening hand contains dark magician. Well, everybody knows that, you know, the best duelists can get whatever card they want on yeah. their first hand. Yeah. Well, it, it, it uh, even better when you, uh, when you specifically cut your cards <laughs> to, to, like, manipulate the shuffle. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. That makes me so angry. When are we, are we ever <laughs> going to get a duel in Duelist Kingdom that doesn't involve a cheater? Hey, this isn't Duelist Kingdom. This is Battle City, Joe. Or Battle City. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, but like, we, we've, I, I feel like even knowing the kind of where, like, going ahead, so far, every duel has been a cheater, and at least like the next duel after this will be a cheater duel. I, yeah, I guess we are three for three. I think the two following Weevil are not. I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Did Did Seeker cheat though? He just had an Exodia deck. No, he cheated. Yeah, remember, remember he, he remember he had he, the, he had like the ink on his cards or something. Yeah, like he that? had like the oh, X ray yeah. vision. Yeah, or but, some but, bullshit. but that cheating like didn't matter at all. Yeah, but he's still cheating. Yeah, it's yeah, still yeah, a violation. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it was, Commissioner Mokuba's gonna get him. It was Dueling so foul, bad. Dueling foul. Dueling foul. It was so bad that Yugi had to rip up the cards afterwards. 
I forgot oh, about man. that. Oh, man. That's still so funny in hindsight that in the dub, Yuki just took the cards and just ripped them to shreds. <laughs> oh, man. That's that's such a brutal move. Anyway, Arcana. Uh, we're going to get to the duel now, right? Yeah, uh, Mark? yeah. Um, I hear there's some Magnet, magnet Warriors about to make an appearance. Heck oh, yeah. yeah. Alpha the Magnet Warrior summons turn one. Um... But yeah, so I mean, turn it doesn't even fucking matter because so the the basics of this um, first few turns is uh, Yugi summons Arcana summons, and then we, he gets like he's like evil internal monologues like I'm gonna summon another monster, and then I'll be able to get the Dark Magician that I already have in my hand, and then Yugi's immediately like I don't trust that you shuffled well, even though I half shuffled for you, so mm-hmm. um. Uh, what does he play? Card destruction. Yes. And and it just wipes both of their hands. It's just like okay, <laughs> great. And then... Fun fact. Fun fact. Card destruction killed Celtic Guardian. Just want to throw it out there. Oh, did it? Yeah. He was at, he was at the front of Yugi's hand. He just got wiped. Well, I I can't trust uh the cards that are in everyone's hands all the time because yeah, it's true. D- d- despite the fact that I defended this previously. Arcana's hand after card destruction contained contained not only Obelisk but the Winged Dragon of Ra, Magician of Black Chaos, and Metal Zoa, making it all the way from Bandit Keith's deck. Wow! <laughs> so, wow, that's that's a stacked deck. So, so, I don't know. I don't know that we want to trust the Celtic Guardian was actually there. Wait, does yeah, that mean I can add all those cards to my Arcana themed deck? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you can. Nice. Yes, they are they are canon. <laughs> You can you can do that when you go to the next Yu-Gi-Oh tournament dressed as Arcana. Oh man, I, I just have the three Egyptian god cards and a Dark Magician. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then apparently, so with card destruction, you you draw a new hand, and Yugi must have gotten the Dark Magician with his new hand because he uses uh, brain control to control Arcana's monster. Tribute them both, boom, Dark Magician for Yugi, and uh, and Arcana's plans have been ruined. Um, yeah, I was pretty surprised to see just how much like Arcane is getting toasted like so early on. Like he's, he's just getting owned. He's he getting doesn't rocked. start off great. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely off to a bad start. But uh, we're in episode two now, so we can uh, the you know the the natural flow of this is uh, he'll probably take control. Uh, one thing I just want to throw out one fun line from the first episode. I think it was right before Yugi used card destruction. He thought to himself to beat a trickster. I'll have to think like a trickster. And I like that. To defeat this trickster, I'll have to think like a trickster. Here goes. <laughs> okay. Nothing? <laughs> Nothing <laughs> at all? Wow, okay. Uh, yeah. I, I guess mean, I'll just that, stop giving my opinions. It, it doesn't amount to anything. Like, I don't think Yugi thinks like a trickster no, during this duel. I don't know what that means, though. I mean... The the only thing is like, I I guess he was just implying that because Yugi called him out for Yugi wanted to cut um, Arcana's deck before the duel because he didn't trust right. Arcana to shuffle well, and then yes, right. at this point was like, well, even though I didn't trust him to shuffle, and then I cut his deck, I still don't trust that he didn't pull some other trick, and so like kind of getting in the head of of it, but his his strategy wasn't like thinking like a trickster it was just making assumptions that 
he probably should play safe because he's dueling a trickster. I mean, this is like every fucking duel, though. We're like the the next duel, we're gonna get treated to. In order to to think like a bug duelist or play play a bug duelist, you have to think like a bug duelist, and we're probably gonna get that <sighs> with fucking Mako too. You know, in order to in order to beat an ocean duelist, you have to think like an ocean duelist. It's like, yeah, okay, well, I mean, to be stupid. well, actually, I mean, he's not an ocean duelist; he's a freaky fish guy. I am not a freaky fish guy. All right, so um, next episode. Uh, we, we get a quick cut of Tay and Gramps still searching Battle City because, you know, Yugi's missing. Um, mm-hmm. and, and what would Battle City be without Tay looking for Yugi? Um, <laughs> Just looking in general. She's so lost all the time. Uh, so we get a, I, I think this was a nice little, little moment here. So, um, in the, in the previous turns, uh, each of them summoned a monster and Yugi used brain control to summon the Dark Magician. And mm-hmm. then in these turns, each of them summons a monster, and Arcana uses Dark Renewal to tribute both and and summon a Dark Magician. Um, so now we have both Dark Magicians there, which uh, that's we get we get a fun little face off of the. Wait, so you're not going to bring up Mystic Tomato? No. Why not? Because <laughs> I don't like tomatoes. Okay, well that bothered me because this is actually a huge point. Because Mystic Tomato was not tomato; it was clearly a pumpkin. Is this thing on? Hello? <laughs> Why does no one care about these little things? Hey, 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 hey. If this is true, I'm going to be really upset. If you look up Mystic Tomato, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh, it's going to be a pumpkin. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That, that, so, okay, I'm looking at it, and, like... <sighs> oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, it looks like a jack-o'-lantern. It does. He does. Like, if you look yeah. at the card Mystic Tomato, like, it's completely different. Yeah, that that Kyle, looks like you a sure you're not thinking of pumpkin king of ghosts. No, no. Although, no, no, actually, in my research, okay, this is this is breaking news. The Japanese version <laughs> of Mystic Tomato looks more like a pumpkin. This is insane. <sighs> the Japanese version looks more like a pumpkin than the version we saw. Yeah. Okay. This is how does it get more crazy? Uh, that's so. So the the English version looked at it said this is a pumpkin we need to make it look more like a tomato but then still left it as a pumpkin yes that's that's really interesting this is insane uh, um, um listen i really want this to be the oh, first two hour man. episode so I'm just... oh, man. <laughs> oh man well we're getting there we're getting there it, it, at least it's it's you know if we get to two hours at least it's for a duel that's totally worth it oh yeah all right so now, now that we're done talking about Mystic Pumpkin, um, I want to skip actually, a few... it's Mystic Tomato, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't handle this. I can't do it. I can't do it, Joey. <laughs> I'm trying to keep us on track here. You're doing an admirable job, I'm Mark. skipping a few turns ahead because all we get for the next four turns is, is uh, Yugi and Arcana set cards back and forth because the flow of this duel is we we set up a bunch of stuff and then we all play it at once and everything ends up countering and washing out and yeah. being moved. So I got to I got to say something about this actually. Go for and it. You know, not not that I want to get us on another tangent, but I felt <laughs> like this was necessary because this this moment really really reminded me um Kyle of video game cards. Ooh. Um now you don't know what this means, Mark, but 
when me and Kyle were young Yu-Gi-Oh fans in, you know, the third and fifth grade, respectively, we created our own card game called Video Game Cards that was, like, kind of based on Yu-Gi-Oh, kind of based on Magic the Gathering. It was, like, a, you know, couple of things in there, right? And we we easily made, like, at least, oh, oh certainly over a thousand cards oh, throughout yeah. the, the lifetime of this, this, this card game. Um, but the thing that was funny about video game cards is that the meta evolved to a point where, like, every single duel was like this, where everybody would put, like, a million cards face down and then either be too afraid to attack or they'd attack and we'd go back and forth ping-ponging forever trying to figure out what actually happened. It's like, I attack, I have a trap that stops your attack, I have a magic card that destroys a trap card, I have a magic card that destroys a magic card. <laughs> it just goes back and forth. It's just, it's a never ending cycle. It's, it's, it's so, awful. Where are we? I don't, I don't know. So I was watching this duel and I had fond memories of our, our childhood card game, which, uh, you know, I, I personally think is a better game than Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, definitely. Damn. Um, All right. You know, can, uh, can I, can I uh, break down the ping ponging for, sure. for the listeners? I, I would love you. I would love you to break, break down the ping pong. All right. So, um, we get uh, Arcana. Arcana does a, a big grandstanding right before this of, of uh, well, you know, we both have one dark magician and four cards face down. Let's see who picked the best strategy. Um, so Arcana activates the mystical guillotine, which attempts to destroy the dark magician. Yugi activates magical hats to hide the dark magician. The guillotine destroys an empty hat as it always does. Uh, Arcana then activates thousand knives which apparently would go through Magical Hats and destroy the Dark Magician anyway. Uh, but then Yugi activates Curse Breaker, which negates, uh, negates the Thousand Knives, uh, destroys both Thousand Knives and the Magical Hats, and then both Dark Magicians attack, resulting in a double knockout. And then both Duelists activate Monster Reborn to revive the dark, their Dark Magicians again. Well, we'll just see about that! Dark, dark Magicians, magicians attack, attack with Dark, dark magic, magic now! They'll destroy each other! And now, now my Dark Magician will return! Monster Reborn! Looks like we're back to where we started. Extremely goofy. It's a very goofy sequence. It you is. Know? I mean, like, the whole point is, like, you know, they're evenly matched dark magicians, you know? Like, that's the whole idea. That's the whole bit. But... So like, I, I get it. Yeah. But this is our first insight into reading too deeply into a show that the creators of the show certainly did not intend, of Arcana being a cocky duelist who doesn't pay enough attention to the duel. Because after, after all of this happens, he says... Look, now we're back to square one, where we both have a Dark Magician again, back when they both summoned their Dark Magicians and had no face-down cards. However, however, Yugi still has a face-down card that he didn't use. So Yugi is actually ahead in this situation, but Arcana believes that they're back on evil footing. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Um, Can we actually go on a tangent talking about like that? Sure. I think it's really interesting. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's to me, it's it is a little bit interesting because at, 
there's a future turn where Yugi sets a card and um they they show that he like he has more cards set than he just set that turn. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, he shouldn't have those set if if they if he if they were back to square one actually. Uh but yeah, that was that's my note from from tracking the duel. I was like, huh, they, there's a lot of cards activated, but there's one card that Yugi didn't activate. Why didn't he activate it? I will say that uh, may, maybe that's like again reading too much into it. Oh yeah, but of course, Arcana Arcana does eventually lose this duel because he like didn't read what his fucking cards do. So like <laughs> maybe him like not recognizing uh, that Yugi played a card pretty uh, much. Did he not read what his cards? Well, do? actually. Actually, Arcana is exactly like that, what the it? cards do. Yugi doesn't, but he yes. gets, you know, he Yugi, gets Yugi the advantage. gets the benefit here. of the doubt. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Are you you're going with your real card bullshit again? Yes. This this is this this hey, doesn't God, matter. Hey, hey, hey. Let's not skip to these cards and what they do. We got to talk about Arcana's backstory. Yes, this is We do got to talk about Arcana's backstory. This yeah. is very very We'll have plenty of time to talk about how broken well, this okay. stupid duel was. All right, so this, this is where shit gets real. This is where I start getting really mad though. Because <laughs> So, so Yugi has the, the reason we get the backstory is Yugi's like, oh, I want to let's unlock these chains and finish the duel with honor. And Arcana's like, no, because I'm disfigured. And he takes off his mask to show Yugi like his disfigured face. Yes. And then we go into his backstory about how he fucked up a magic trick that that uh, it resulted in his face getting disfigured. Then, according to him, his girlfriend stopped loving him. But then, also according to him. He drove her away because he was ashamed, even though yep. she stood by him. So I don't know which one it is. Well, I don't know. My assumption was like he he was just depressed, and like she probably would have given him the benefit of the doubt and like kind of tried to to you know stay with him, but he was just being a prick about. I mean, he lost his like face. his amazing looks because of the accident. Yeah, exactly. You know, which based on like the size of his mask took up like. 15% of his face. Like, yeah, if even right. that. <laughs> yeah, maybe he has, like, a scar on his yeah. face. I don't know. But the good news, the good news is that Mar- Merrick promised Arcana to get his girlfriend to love him again via the power of the Millennium Rod okay. um, if, if okay. Arcana eliminated <laughs> Yugi. Oh, Kyle okay. doesn't sound too happy about so this. So, here's my problem with all this. Like, the solution here is just to, like, give her a call and say, I'm sorry. But instead, like he it. has to go get like dark magic involved to get her back. Okay, like, okay, like also, she still loved him. Just say you're sorry. You get but her also, back. she's she's alive. This is a live yes. person. Yeah, and yeah, her yeah, silhouette yeah. is yeah. sitting behind a curtain, so she's obviously tied up. Behind, <laughs> if if this if this is the real Catherine, which Arcana believes it is, she's tied up by Merrick behind this curtain. It's like I don't think she's gonna love yeah. you, dude. Yeah, this whole this whole situation is very bizarre. It, it would have made a lot more sense if she was like dead, like Pegasus's yeah. wife. Yeah, because then then at least like like Kyle get it is right. Getting dark magic involved at least makes some sense. <laughs> Arcana didn't need to seek out dark magic. To, he, he basically just his... asked Merrick well, to be like a private investigator crazy. to find her. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now, the thing that bothers me the most about this whole thing, though, and I'm crazy for saying this, I'm going to lead oh, with boy. that. We never get to see his face. No. That's true. I fucking we never blows. get to see his face. Yeah, they cut. They they show it from behind when he takes off the mask. And then and, and then they him show him from behind. behind. Put the mask back on before we see him. It's yeah. like, come on, man. 
Yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to see how disfigured this like, guy is. It would have been awesome if it was like a two face situation yeah. or something where like you know like his face is like totally mangled, but like horizontally split instead of vertical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like everything above the nose is just like yeah, you know. Whoa. Okay. I I really wanted to see it, but then then they they didn't show it to us, and I got I got sad. Yeah. I did like that, like, during his his backstory, like, his whole thing was like, I was the best illusionist since Houdini. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> I love when they, like, put those little references in there. Yeah, yeah, just like, yeah, oh, Houdini, I recognize him. I, I, I've heard of Houdini. Also, how old is he? Like, was he doing his act, like, you know, like, two months ago, and then he got hurt? That's a good, I feel like this is probably years at this point that he's been living with this. Because he, he looks pretty similar. Like, he just, yeah, he does. I, he, it, it, I, I would have to think, like, probably in his mid-30s, maybe. Like, maybe 40s. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't think that he's much older than he was when the accident happened, frankly. It's been he, a couple of years. He's had a weird years. few years. He has. He has. And, uh, yeah, eventually he decided to become a evil duelist for, you know, an Egyptian guy. Um <laughs> This is, this is dumb shit, guys. This is, this is very, very, very dumb shit. Well, it'll it'll comfort you to know that um, at this point we get confirmation that Tay and Gramps are still looking for Yugi. Good. Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. Yes. They they are they're still looking. Did they did they catch up with Mokuba yet? No, that's not that until happens. next episode. It's not until the next episode. Oh my god. Yeah, we're we're only on episode two. <laughs> This this show has got to be like the worst show possible for like cutting away from the action oh, to show yeah. us a bunch of shit that just doesn't matter. Oh my yeah. god, just, it's annoying. It's so redundant every time. It's like just to remind us, Tay and Gramps are still looking. Yeah, like I don't need to see that every three minutes. I don't care. Well, to be fair, we did see the hot anime girls, so this was yes. this cutaway wasn't a complete loss. I guess that's true. Not even the only hot anime girls of this uh, episode block. Ooh. 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 Um, oh, yeah, yeah. foreshadowing there. <laughs> As Kyle alluded to, we uh, we also cut away to Kaiba and Mokuba, and Mokuba is taken to the streets again. He, uh, yeah, he's, Commissioner His Mokuba. commissioner duties require him to find Yugi at all costs. Dueling foul! Dueling foul! <laughs> I can't wait for Kyle to splice in dueling foul all this episode. <laughs> This, it's going to be peppered throughout this entire episode. It's going to be great. Um, I love this bit. Okay, so so we cut back to the duel finally. We get another, like, because this is the only thing this duel has, is another counterfest. Um, <laughs> so Arcana activates Beck into the Dark, which attempts to send Yugi's Dark Magician to the graveyard. Yugi uh, redirects this with his Mystical Wrath Penal, which was the card that he had set previously. Um, that didn't get used from the previous like counterfest. Um, so mystical ref panel redirects Beckon to the dark's effect to target Arcana's dark magician. Um, Arcana then activates nightmares chains to not only negate mystical ref panel, but um, it also forbids Yugi's dark magician from attacking, and it kind of like removes him from the field so our, as long as that's yugi's only monster on the field arcana can attack directly which he proceeds to do with uh his dark magician uh-oh those those dark energy dicks dicks discs are getting closer <laughs> something on the mind there joey yeah dicks uh, <laughs> god damn it okay um <laughs> 
So, so I'm, I'm immediately proven wrong. Uh, my, my next notes after this are we cut away to Tang Rams again and Mokuba shows up. <laughs> so it wasn't next episode. <laughs> it's right now. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so we we get yet another cut as uh, as Joey just said, where we're constantly cutting away from the action. Uh, but Mokuba like somehow finds out that they're um, or or what? Well, uh, sorry. Taya tells Mokuba about the UE, the tent, the box, all that whole situation. Mokuba's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. we found them. Like, come on, let's go. It's like, okay, <laughs> great. Um, so they're on their way to rescue Yugi. Uh, and while that's happening, Yugi summons Big Shield Godna. Um, yeah. And, uh, Wait, what? What does what he summon? Big Shield Godna. Now I'll summon my Big Shield Gardna in defense mode. I'm pretty sure it's Gardna, but okay. Gardna. If- I was just wondering if he was just like saying gardener with a really weird accent. Yeah, gardener. <laughs> He's saying it how Joey would say it. <laughs> gardener. All right. Um, so, uh, so now, uh, now we get like, I don't know. This this is a weird turn. So, Arcana um, summons Doll of Demise. And then activates Ectoplasmer. Ectoplasmer is a card that lets you select two monster types and you convert all monsters of that type to Ectoplasm. And then half of the attack of the converted monster then gets inflicted to the owner of the monster as life point damage. Yes. So. (sighs) Evil Dark Magician does not like this. Oh, no, no, no. No, Yugi does a whole bit about about you know um, the heart of the cards and and caring about your monsters yeah. and Arcana this, says this... they have no nothing matters except reviving Catherine who's already alive but just doesn't love him um... and is bound and gagged behind this behind the curtain. But yeah, so he's like he's like I have no use for these monsters anyway. They've already served their purpose and like yeah, evil evil dark magician is very sweaty. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's sweating all right. Um, and this, 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 I hate this shit. I hate that this ends up being like a thing that actually, like Yugi gets proven right about. Cause it's like it's just a card effect, man. Like the, the the whole like one of the main rules of Battle City is sacrificing cards. But like y- Yugi's getting all like pissy about this because he's sacrificing his card like with maniacal glee uh, instead of like you know bowing down and saying thank you so much, Dark Magician, for all that you've done for me. You know, it's like, this, this is, I hate this shit. Also, this is Yugi, the guy that, like, has no problems putting one of his monsters on a on a turtle catapult and launching yeah. them to their death. Or yeah. fusing his mammoth graveyard into a bullet and shooting it into <laughs> fucking blue eyes. Like, Yugi abuses cards all the time. But it's, he does. But it's from a place of love. So would he put Gaia the Dragon Knight or whatever on top of Catapult Turtle and launched him to his death? That was out of love? Gaia the Dragon Knight knew that Yugi respected him and therefore was willing to sacrifice himself on the back of Catapult Turtle. Oh, okay, my bad. That's Fair the enough. difference. I mean, I mean, it's it's similar to like like those like cultures who pray to the animal before they like yeah i know i know i know i okay i get it i get it but we don't ever see that 
All right. Shit. Okay. We never we never see that shit. Okay. It's, this is just Yugi pretending that he he respects his cards. Well, it comes it comes to to save him. So it does. It does actually. Yeah. Um, That's, yeah. Okay. So so basically, the way it turns out is, um, Arcana selects fiend monsters first, and so Donald Demise gets attributed. Yugi takes some life point damage, and then um, Arcana does his bit to counter Yugi's about monsters being servants and. Evil Dark Magician really doesn't like this. No, he's, oh, he's yeah. freaking out. Yeah, he's really not happy about it. Um, I think it's really funny just how the cards have emotions. You know, I think this, <laughs> this that's, is like the only time you really see it, though. They need to do that more often because it's sure. it's always funny every time. Um, I just thought like the the animation of the dark, Evil Dark Magician's face when he's like sweating bullets and just like yeah, freaking out, just, like bug eyed. It's, really it's like good. oh god, this <laughs> is really crazy. It's really good. I love um, it. But yeah, so then, so then Arcana selects spellcaster monsters, so his Dark Magician gets tributed. Um, and he's, like, all giddy about thinking he's going to win the duel, but then from the chains of um, Nightmare's Chains, Yugi's Dark Magician, like, gets free, sort of, and tributed, sort of, maybe chose to be... Dueling foul! Dueling foul! Yeah, that's I mean, not how it works. Yeah, it's not how ectoplasma works. How's it work, Kyle? It, I mean, it just does what Arcana says, but yeah. it's it's not like, oh, my monsters can do it too. It's like, no, that's not how it works. No, it's, it, it, yes, it is. No, Yugi cannot use the ectoplasma but, of his own monsters. No, but the so the actual effect of it is it's supposed to affect all monsters on the field, not just Arcanas. But I don't think that's what it actually does. I think it is. I'm looking it up right now. All right, you look it up right now. Oh, I can't wait to plasma. see who's right in this. This is going to be good. Once per turn, during each player's end phase, the turn player must tribute one face-up monster, and if they do, inflict damage to their opponent equal to half the original attack of the tributed monster. So they do all sorts of things wrong. Hmm. Yeah, well, again, we, we're, the real card game doesn't fucking matter. We're talking about the stupid anime and whatever... Listen, like, listen whatever here's my problem, about, though. It's, it's here's dumb. my problem. If you want to say that Dark Magician loves Yugi so much that he flew over and stopped it, I'd be fine with that. But Isn't that basically what they do? Yeah, yeah but they, they, they make it like into a card ability, and that's what pisses me off. Well, that's, that's where, we're, where, where we're at an impasse here, right? It's like the, the show is trying to be a card game, now it's trying to not just be a stupid ass anime battle where he destroys the moon and you know bullshit right it, it's trying to actually play by the rules so whenever it wants to do one of these like anime battle moments it has to justify him with cards now that's like the, the it has to justify i would him. i would argue if it's trying to be a legitimate card game it probably should use cards that are in the legitimate card game other than no other no you other than nightmare chains which is no. not a card <laughs> no, that doesn't matter. It, the real card game is a thing created by the Konami Corporation in real life. Dual Monsters is a game in the anime. They're separate things. They're separate things. The Ectoplasm should have still done life point damage to each player, regardless of the Dark Magician blocking it. Okay, maybe that's true. I mean, but I, I felt like the last few turns of this were really confusing and yes. stupid, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's only two turns left, so... Yeah, it's, it's almost yeah we're almost done. done. We're almost done. Okay. Um, so we start off the third episode of this uh, trilogy in, in the Arcana saga. Um, and uh, Arcana is super confident. Marek's going to be so proud. Yugi's still so, like just 
tearing him down. Like, Catherine's never coming back. He, Merrick's lying to you, blah, 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 blah. Et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> et cetera. Um, so, uh, Yugi, Yugi summons Gazelle of the Miss, Gazelle, the king of mystical, mythical beasts. Crap, that's hard to say. <laughs> Gazelle, the king of mythical beasts. Shut, Easy. Shut up. Shut up. No, who asked you? Um, but yeah, so then um, Arcana activates Shadow Balance, uh, so destroys both of the monsters on Yugi's side of the field. So now nobody has any monsters left. All right, cool. We go into the last turn of the duel, and uh, we're on even footing. Um, so Arcana, all full of himself, plays uh, Dark Magic Curtain, which allows him to summon his Dark Magician. Uh, then he activates Anti-Magic Arrows, which is going to prevent Yugi from activating any of his set cards. Um, and the Dark Magician goes to attack Yugi directly. And then Yugi's like, oh, actually, by the way, I can just use the effect of Dark Magic Curtain now. No, you um, can't. No, you can't. <laughs> Dueling foul! <laughs> Dueling foul! Okay, I think I need to just have that sound bit in whenever <laughs> anything is, like, wrong or misplayed. <laughs> just, just through the whole duel. <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah so so Yugi <laughs> Yugi activates the effect of dark magic curtain uh and it's like oh well I it's not just to summon dark magicians you can also summon dark magician girl uh and we get you know the the next anime girl of the episode the card that i now hold in my hand is a different variety of dark magician arcana and it is even more powerful than yours is you lie I'd know if another Dark Magician card existed. It can't be! It is! Say hello to Dark Magician Girl! Man, you really didn't hype up this moment what? as much as it deserved. Come on, yeah. what? This, the, this entire series of episodes is all building to this moment where Yugi summons the Dark Magician Girl. So? That's all it's for. And you just fucking gloss over it as if it's like nothing. Yeah. It's a card. All right. It's a card in the card game. Yeah, I guess, but it's the Dark Magician Girl, Mark. Do you want to talk about how they censored her in the dub? Did they? Yeah. My only understanding is that, like, a couple of shots of cleavage are, you know, censored like they do with my. Uh, I think they give her, like, a skirt yeah. that's a little longer um, sometimes, and I think that... It's actually, it's actually pretty obvious when when you know when you know yeah, to look yeah, for yeah. it like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. oh there's a really weird piece of blue fabric over your leg that shouldn't be there <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> I think there was also like a pentagram on her chest that gets censored out Whoa. In, the, in the dub can't be having that uh it was on the dark magic curtain no it's also on on it's also on her though oh, she has it? like a pentagram like gem oh I didn't know that um on her chest and that gets that gets censored with just like a a regular it, gem. It was really weird because you look at Dark Magic, at least the one on Dark Magic Curtain. Like I looked at it, and it's just like that. Just looks like a really ugly, like ten pointed. St- like who designed that? And it's like, oh, yeah, it's actually yeah. just supposed to be a pentagram. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. But God forbid we show kids pentagrams. Yeah, you know they're gonna. Just, something's gonna happen. <laughs> despite, despite all the other cartoons that I watched that had pentagrams in them, in, in some fashion. Yep, that's just how it is, bro. Uh, yeah. Um, so I have a note here that uh, that I I was hoping Joey would have enjoyed the fact that Arcana um 
when when he played anti magic arrows, we get he gets he gives a whole bit about um, Yugi having two set cards. It's like ah, you know, I don't want to, I don't want Yugi to be able to use those. Um, he, you know, recognizing the the threat of set cards. Hoping you were gonna enjoy that a little more, but apparently, apparently, it just doesn't matter to you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, I hate to disappoint you. Yeah. I'm not, I, I I didn't feel anything. Yeah. Great. I mean, well, yeah, you, you know, like caring about set cards. You know, I I appreciate it, but at at this point, the show has demonstrated to me that it when it cares, it can it can actually <laughs> be a logical card game, right? When it cares. so now that's like when, when it now I'm expecting that it's no longer novel to me. All know? right, all right. Um, all right. So so. Back to Dark Magician Girl being summoned. Um, Arcana uh, thinks he's still stronger than Dark Magician Girl, so he yes. continues his attack anyway. Um, but then his Dark Magician gets destroyed. And he's like, "Ah, oh, I don't even understand it. You shouldn't. It shouldn't have worked that way." Um, and I, I actually kind of thought this was a cool. It's it, it, the show kind of got me here because um, they do like a whole silhouette thing where like they show the Dark Magician girl and then they show Yugi's Dark Magician and then Arcana's Dark Magician because her attack got boosted by the Dark Magicians in all the graveyards, not just mm-hmm. Yugi's. Yeah. It was another case of Arcana not reading what his cards do and not realizing that it affects all Dark Magicians in the graveyard, yeah. not just the ones in your graveyard or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. And, and uh, obviously, Yugi d- doesn't miss a chance to grandstand about you sacrificing your own monsters led to your own demise. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, not a fan. Um, I thought this was so. So the uh, the duel ends with Dark Magician Girl attacking directly here. Um, but I I thought this was an interesting moment of uh, there were two cards that Yugi set in this duel, and um, because of anti magic arrows, we never actually see them. Huh. Ooh. Yeah, I I feel like this might be a first because I the show really doesn't go out of their way to play cards that they're not going to end up showing you what the card was. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I didn't think about that. Um. Yeah. So that's uh that's my final note on the duel. Um. And that's basically the end, right? Like, there's there's nothing else after it. No. Uh, I wish that were true. Everything after the this the the duel ends in this episode really bad. Like, put me in my sad place. Really bad, really bad stuff. Like it's just like the worst, the worst shit on earth, man. All right. Um. So immediately after the duel ends, uh, we see Taya, Gramps, and Mokuba have arrived at the building, and Tristan, man on man on the spot, shows up just in time to help them bust in to the doors. Um, Yugi goes on his lecture again. Uh, Arcana, like, apparently, it seemed like he forgot that the dark energy discs were a thing. And so he's like, starts freaking out because he won't see Catherine ever again because his legs are going to get cut off. No, he's going to get sent to the shadow room. Sure. Uh, so Yugi opens his, his like little box thing, uh, at his feet with the key. Um, and, uh, Arcane is like screaming for help and everything, um, but apparently had a key hidden in his sleeve. And so he's trying to use that key, and then Merrick mind controls him with his Millennium Rod. Um, because he's like, no, nah, you're you're worthless. You're not getting despaired from the Shadow Realm. And so he yeah. makes the key disappear in Arcana's mind, I think. 
Yeah, that was a funny bit. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little bit weird. It's it's kind of confusing, but that is what happens. Yeah, he, it, he just Arcane yeah. like just what whoever like voice acted Arcane just went so over the top for this, which I think was necessary for how ridiculous oh, yeah. this kind of ending scene was. But yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So so after Yugi unlocks himself. For some reason, he has to transform back into like little normal Yugi, and then go help his his less physically gifted form. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So then he runs and he unlocks Arcana, uh, um, gets him out of the way, and then as soon as Arcana is free, he like goes and rushes to Catherine behind the curtain, and it's just a mannequin. It's like, okay, come on. It's like we all we all knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we get, we get Merrick, uh, speaks to Yugi through Arcana, like he mind controls him again and, and speaks mm-hmm. to Yugi. Um, he, here, I have a note here, uh, cause he, um, he reminds Yugi that he wants the Millennium Puzzle and he claims that he almost separated like Yugi and Yami when he was dueling him as Bandit Keith and they show a clip of the puzzle being smashed. My recollection of this was that Keith smashed the puzzle in a moment that he was breaking free of Merrick's control. Do you guys remember this at all? I believe that is true. No, so, so this is a confusing thing, actually. I'm pretty oh, sure that that's, that that's what happens in the Japanese version, I think. In, the, in, in this version, they changed it to, like, Merrick saying something ridiculous, like, if I can't have the Millennium Puzzle, nobody can. And smashes it. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Okay. Um, I don't know. It, it was. It's a bunch of nonsense. It it, it is confusing though, because th- there's there's that discrepancy between the two different versions that I'm, I'm not sure that they were super, uh, you know, clear on. Gotcha. Okay. So so yeah, I, I don't know. My my memory was foggy on that one, but uh, I do also have a note here about a difference between difference between the versions where apparently there was, um. We we get more of Merrick's family backstory here in the Japanese version that they just straight up cut. So yeah, that's, I, I read that too. I didn't I didn't go back and watch it, but I wonder what 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 is missing. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't I I know Merrick's backstory and his family backstory. I know that later in the season we get some of it. Um, so I don't know if they just decided to put it off or if it's added later. That where it wasn't in the Japanese version, I don't know. Well, well they, they do this a lot though. Like they did this with Pegasus too, right? Yeah. Where like there's they show like randomly Pegasus' backstory in the middle of an episode where it totally doesn't belong. At one point, yeah, I don't know. There's... Well, but they didn't cut that one, and they cut this one. Uh, yeah, four kids sucks, man. They, <laughs> not not good. Damn. Well, I I was reading something interesting recently where it was like I'm pretty sure that four kids as a like company that does anime was pretty much ruined by one piece because oh, like yeah. they 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 got one piece without realizing that one piece is actually kind of a hard thing to make not like really horny and adult um so they were like oh fuck uh whatever and then they changed it like so many things in it that the anime fandom basically you know up in arms you know riots in the streets over it so after that, I don't think four kids really 
ever did anything ever again, frankly. I don't know. Like, are they still around? Are they still a thing? I don't think so. Four kids entertain. I'm going to look this up. I'm actually very curious about this. Oh, God, we don't have time for this. While, while you look this up, I'm going to cover because, like, the last, the last <laughs> like, 10 minutes of this episode are just exposition from Eric. Um, he covers covers ancient Egypt, he covers the Egyptian god cards, his goal is to become the king using the power of the pharaoh, but based on the rules of the Millennium Puzzle, he has to beat Yugi in a duel somehow in order to win it, like you can't just take the puzzle and get his power. There's a bit about Beware the Quiet One, uh, we'll find out who that is in a few episodes. Um, then we we get introduced to Odeon, who uh, is one of Merrick's servants. Um, Merrick basically like explains that he's willing to duel Kaiba personally, like without without a uh, controlling somebody else uh, for Obelisk if necessary. But he's only willing to do that after he's beaten Yugi. Um, he implies that he might be able to use some of Yugi's friends as more servants. Uh, we get luckily that won't happen so certainly not um he he says to dispatch the quiet one to go deal with yugi uh and then he like walks over to a table and i, I feel like i feel like all of this was leading to just this one moment where he like takes off his shirt and he's got a huge tattoo on his back um that like looks like the ancient scriptures from the museum that ashizu uh set up um, and there's like images of the three god cards, and it looks like they're surrounding the Millennium Key. And yeah, that's. I'm glad that you're you're doing this while I'm looking up the demise of Four Kids Entertainment because yes. all of this shit I was falling asleep during. Well, yeah, it's, it was all it was care. all absolute shit. The top of my notes, literally, it's just in bold, a lot of exposition. Exposition dash. This goes on for approximately ten minutes, and, yep. and then I was like, okay, I probably actually should write down what they said. But yeah, this that's that's the end of the episodes. We'll uh we'll see we'll see Merrick again in a couple episodes. How many people do you think have that Merrick tattoo on their back? Oh, like like real oh. people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh that's like, a horrible like thing three. to think about. Only three? Yeah. Really? Huh, okay. I I would like to contact those people. If you if you're listening to this and you have a giant Merrick tattoo on your back, I want to hear from you. Kyle, Kyle, the the calling restrictions from mental facilities are really restrictive. You should not <laughs> encourage people to use their their precious phone time to call you. I don't care. I want to hear from them. Call call in the show. Uh... I'm gonna bleep out all of that. <laughs> so I can't believe you'd give out my number. All right. Well, luckily we can end this episode on a high note. Um, four kids entertainment. Ha- is in fact defunct. Nice. Um, they, pre- they, they pretty much yes. collapsed after like like 2010 to 2012. They went into bankruptcy. Is that after um, they made the Sonic anime? What Sonic anime? What the fuck are you talking How about? How do you not know about the Sonic anime? Sonic X. Sonic X was like mid 2000s at least. I just wanted to bring up Sonic. Stop bringing up Sonic on our Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. All right, the last thing I ever want to think about in my life is Sonic the Hedgehog. So we can talk about Arcane then. Stop doing this. (laughs) You're you're ruining my 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 big ending, my my big secret reveal. (laughs) Um. Take us home, Kyle. (laughs)
<laughs> anyway, I just, I just wanted to say that the first uh, CEO of Four Kids Entertainment was uh, currently in the news. Very popular CEO, Bobby Kotick. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's really good at censoring things. Does that make any sense? <laughs> I know what you're going for. It's okay. <laughs> he's he's good at sweeping things under the rug, or at least yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to, I guess. Okay. <laughs> ah, having fun. Having a good time. You having fun, Mark? Good night, everybody. Mark's lost. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't keep up we'll, with we'll, current we'll see, events. We'll see you next time. Uh, it's <laughs> it's going to be a bugtastic episode. <laughs>